Hello, you're listening to the No Fucks Given podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Knight, author of the No Fucks Given Guides, a series of self-help books for people like me who hate being told what to do. Just like the books, the podcast is fun, sweary, and full of tips and techniques for giving fewer, better fucks and living your best life. Let's get to it. Welcome to episode two, making your fuck budget and cleaning out your mental barn. At some point, I'll probably get tired of explaining which episode we're on and how early in the whole podcasting process I am, but it's still pretty exciting and new for me. This is episode two, and so if you're still listening, uh, that means you either liked episode one or somebody liked episode one and told you about it, uh, and I really appreciate you being here today. Okay, so here's what you can expect from today's episode. I am going to talk about fuck overload, why it happens, what it does to you, and how you can avoid it. We're going to discuss your fuck bucks, time, energy, and money, and not only how to make a fuck budget, which I touched on in episode one, but how to stick to it. I'm going to explain the difference between joy and annoy, not that you don't know the difference between those two concepts, but I'm going to explain them as pertains to giving and not giving a fuck. We're going to clean out your mental barn, and I'm going to show you how to do it so that you can sit down and do it yourself whenever the need arises. And don't forget to listen to the end of the show for your weekly No Fucks Given tip. Also, just a little bit of housekeeping, you can always go to nofucksgivenguides.com, that's plural, nofucksgivenguides.com, for more information on the books, the journals, the newsletter, the podcast, and to get the show notes, and also to get anything that I recommend you download on today's episode. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast already, if you do that, you will get episode three and every other episode of season one as soon as they land. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a rating and a review. Thanks so much. All right, here we go. Fuck overload. Fuck overload happens when you have given too many fucks about too many things for too long. You are overbooked, you are overtired, and you are overdrawn. Giving and not giving a fuck is all about caring and not caring about things, and then giving or not giving your precious resources to them. And in the case of everything I talk about on this show, those resources are time, energy, and money. For some people, fuck overload is what they would think of as burnout. For other people, it's a single solitary panic attack or a really bad day. Uh, And for some, it's just a constant nagging feeling that you have too much going on, too many balls in the air, and that if one of them hasn't already, it's going to drop on your face real soon. And believe me, I've been there. I talked about this in the inaugural episode of the No Fucks Given podcast, where about five years ago, I had completely reached my breaking point. The fuck overload was strong in this one. And I ended up quitting my job in corporate America, going freelance, moving from New York City to the Dominican Republic, where I live now in a little fishing village on the North Coast. And that was a reaction to uh, some fuck overload that had been building in me for quite some time. And that wasn't just because I had too much on my plate. You know, we all have a lot on our plates. We all want to do lots of things in our lives, and we all have to do lots of things in our lives. But when I really sat down and looked at the big picture, it was that I had too much on my plate that I didn't want to do and too much on my plate that I didn't have to do. And that's what led me down this path of looking into time, energy, and money as discrete resources and easy resources to quantify 
and to really ask myself if whatever it was I was wanting to do, being asked to do, or anything else was really worth the investment of my time, energy, and money. And fuck overload is not limited to these big, massive life changes that I just talked about. I experience fuck overload periodically all the time, and I have to go back to my own advice and remind myself of how to deal with it. I mean, for example, starting a podcast. Uh, This was a big endeavor. It was a huge learning curve for me. I'd never done it before, and I didn't know what I was doing. And there were a lot of moving parts. And there was a period of time, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, I'm trying to write my next book. I'm starting this show. And I've got all this stuff to do that I have to, you know, put together the technology. And I have to do all of the promotion. And I have to meet 10 new people in my producer's outfit at Cadence 13, you know, and get to know what they do and and do all the things they need from me. And it was really overwhelming, even though I have this from the outside looking in, I have this really lovely, tropical, low-key life that I've built for myself over the last five years. It's still possible to throw so many balls in the air that, you know, eventually they're going to come crashing down. And so you have to sit back and say, wait a minute, what is worth my time? What is worth my energy? What is worth my money? Because I don't want to be in fuck overload where I'm really just freaking out, overbooked, overwhelmed, and overdrawn. So I want to help you stay away from fuck overload. Or if it happens to you, I want to help you be able to get out of it. Now, all that said, I just want to put forward a little disclaimer, which is I am not a doctor. I am not a licensed therapist. So all of the advice that you're getting from me, whether it's on the No Fucks Given podcast or in my books or at any of my events or in my newsletter, should be taken with a grain of salt. Uh, And if you have problems in your life that are incredibly overwhelming and that are straining your mental health to the breaking point, while I hope that I am able to provide some really effective practical and easy tips and techniques, I think you should also consider seeing a actual doctor uh, to get some help of the um, highly educated medical, perhaps pharmaceutical, uh, perhaps therapeutic variety that I, Serenite, cannot offer you. Okay, end of disclaimer. We are going to move on to making and sticking to your fuck budget. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As I have already explained, your fuck bucks are your time, energy, and money. And you should treat your time and energy the same way you treat your actual cash money. So for example, I think you probably know approximately how much money you have in the bank or how much money you have in your wallet or how much money you have in your budget this week to pay for things that you want as opposed to things that you need and vice versa. So if you can start thinking about your time and energy in the same quantifiable way that you think about your actual cash money, you're going to be ahead of the game. 
And maybe that sounds obvious when I put it that way, but for me personally, it wasn't something I figured out until I was in my mid-30s. I had always kind of thought of my energy reserves as limitless, you know, as long as I had the willpower and the drive and the ambition to get something done, I would get it done. And what that ended up doing was running me into the ground because I committed to too many things. I said yes to too many people. I agreed to deadlines that were unrealistic. And I pushed myself really, really hard. You know, I was a 25-year-old, 28-year-old young editor in New York City. And I was working in my office until 8 or 9 o'clock at night and then taking the subway home 45 minutes and then eating a quick dinner and then staying up and reading manuscripts until midnight. And that was just untenable. And it's also not necessary. You know, there are ways to organize your time and to, uh, you know, be a little bit stricter about your boundaries where you can get your work done and you can get it done really well, but you do not have to burn out in the process. And that's where making a fuck budget comes in. And again, I talked about this in episode one of the No Fucks Given podcast, and it is worth drilling into your heads like a rusty croquet wicket. You need to be able to just stop and say, is this worth my time? Is it worth my energy? And is it worth my money? And that is going to you know, change over time, quite possibly. It certainly did for me. There was a time in my life where I had no money. And so I really had to be incredibly strict with my budget. But I was much more free with my time and energy because I felt like those were things I could give and I would just make it up to myself at some future point, which didn't always happen. And now I can be a lot more free with my finances because I have more to give and I can be a lot more protective of my time and energy. And one thing that I just like to point out, again, maybe it's obvious, but I didn't think of it until I started down this path, is that time is a finite resource. They are not making any more of it. You have a limited amount of time on this planet, in this life. And so you should really be treating that time as, as a precious commodity. And making a fuck budget will help you do that. It'll help you ask yourself, do I really give a fuck? Do I care about this thing? And therefore, should I be giving my fucks, my time, energy, and money to it? And when you think about it like that, it actually becomes really simple and clarifying to say yes or no to things, uh, at least in your own mind. And then I have a lot more methods and tips and strategies for you to communicate those yeses, but mostly those nos, to other people. And one more clarifying tip before we move forward is when you are trying to determine whether you give a fuck about something, whether you care about something, ask yourself, does it bring you joy or does it annoy? A lot of you are going to recognize the concept of does it bring joy from Marie Kondo's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which was the basis for my first book, The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck. I had read her book and I decided that I wanted to write an affectionate parody uh, that addressed, instead of the physical decluttering that she's famous for, the mental decluttering that I was doing at the time in a pretty major way back when I was quitting my job and quitting my life and moving to the tropics. Um, but, you know, Marie Kondo says, does it bring you joy? And if so, keep it, hold on to it. But what I think you should be asking yourself in terms of deciding whether you really give a fuck about something and want to include it in your fuck budget is... 
does it annoy? Because things that annoy you should not be in your fuck budget. Of course, there's going to be the odd thing that you have to do, even though it annoys you. For example, you got to go to work because you got to get paid because you got to pay your rent. And people can poke me on that and say, but what about this? What about this? I get it, guys. I understand. Nothing is foolproof. There are no methods that are completely 100% accurate for everybody. I know there's stuff you have to do that you don't give a fuck about, but you have to put it in the budget. Fine. This is not about zero fucks given. It's not even about no fucks given, despite the name of the podcast. It's about giving fewer, better fucks so that you can organize your life around the things you really want to do. And, you know, you can be more efficient about the things that you don't necessarily want to do, but you have to do. So ask yourself, not just does it bring joy, but does it annoy? And if it does, you need to strike it from your fuck budget. Okay, so I mentioned Marie Kondo, tidying guru. Uh, I also went into this a little bit in episode one, but I told you guys, I promised you that I was going to delve deep in episode two. So here we are. Um, Marie Kondo practices the art of physical decluttering. There are two steps to physical decluttering, discarding and organizing. Mental decluttering is the same two steps, and this is what I'm known for. Discarding, deciding what you don't give a fuck about, and then organizing, not giving a fuck about those things, meaning that you are striking those things from your fuck budget, you're saying no to them, you're not agreeing to them, and you're moving on with your life in such a way that you have all of the stuff that brings you joy and none or minimal amounts of the stuff that annoy you to fill your days. So this is where my not sorry method from last week comes back in. Two steps, discard and organize. Decide what you don't give a fuck about and don't give a fuck about those things. And if you use the not sorry method, you're doing that with honesty and politeness. You're being honest with yourself and you're being honest and polite with the people to whom you have to convey your decisions about what you don't give a fuck about. So more on that in a minute. But just remember, mental decluttering is super easy. It's two steps. It's discard and organize. And if you do it properly, you will have nothing to feel guilty about because you will have done nothing wrong and you will be not sorry. Now... I'm going to tell you how to declutter your mental barn. The mental barn is a concept I came up with when I was writing The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck, because even for me, somebody who is very experienced in physical decluttering, it seemed kind of overwhelming to try to tackle the mind. And so much like when you work in zones in your house, you know, you do your closet or you do your bathroom or your kid's bedroom or, you know, the four corners of your garage, it seemed like it would be less overwhelming if I were to tackle what I call the mental barn using four categories. So those categories are things, work, friends, acquaintances, and strangers. And then the final category is family. And I put those in a very specific order because things like inanimate objects and concepts are the easiest to discard. You know, you don't have to really justify yourself, say, to the producers of Game of Thrones. If you don't give a fuck about Game of Thrones, it's pretty easy to just not spend your time, energy, and money on Game of Thrones and nobody's feelings are going to get hurt. 
So when it comes time to cleaning out your mental barn, I recommend you start by a category, and things are the easiest category. And what you do is you sit down and you make a list. And I love lists, and you're going to find out just how much I love lists if you listen to season one of the No Fucks Given podcast. I really never met a list I didn't like. But the idea is to make a list of all of the fucks being demanded of you, asked of you, in this category at any given time. Not just the ones that you want to give or that you're currently giving or that you don't want to give, but all of the fucks that you are being asked to give. Just write them all down. Uh, And again, the things category is basically anything that doesn't involve uh, an actual person who is important to you or a task that is related to your job because work is category two and that's a whole thing in and of itself and really deserves its own category. So a list of things that you might be being asked to give a fuck about could include, for example, you know, Game of Thrones. Maybe you have friends who are super excited about it. They always want to talk about it. They're inviting you to viewing parties. Um, mowing the lawn, you know, that's a thing that needs to get done. Does it need to get done by you? Could you pay somebody else? I don't know. Uh, But that could go on your things list and so on and so forth. And it's going to be a little bit, uh, you know, of a reach for some people. They're going to say, I don't really understand how I should be making a list of things I have to give a fuck about. I mean, that list could be endless. But if you are honest with yourself and you ask yourself what the things are that are really, you know, that are weighing on you, that are coming up in your day-to-day life um, that you feel like you have to do, and, you know, write them down. At least get yourself a list of 15 or 20 things. I know you can do it. And by the way, if making this list and especially making the list for the work category and the friends and the family categories is giving you a feeling of fuck overload, that is the whole point. The idea is to make you feel that fuck overload so that you will be motivated to end it once and for all. Now, just to share uh, in the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck, I actually made a list of 10 things that I may or may not give a fuck about. And these were off the top of my head. Uh, One of them was being a morning person. This is something that, you know, it's a concept and it's something that has weighed on me my whole life because I've felt judged for not being a morning person, which I'm not. I, I really, I fucking hate getting up in the morning. Always have, always will. But I kept sort of feeling the pressure to either not admit that I wasn't a morning person or to change my own habits and preferences to become more of a morning person because I felt like morning people were judging me. So that's a thing. That's an example of a concept that has maybe been been weighing on you and is something that you can decide if you should really be spending your time, energy, or money worrying about or addressing. Okay, so that's one of my things. Another one of my things was basketball. I just, you know, I zone out whenever anybody's talking about basketball. And I sometimes I would get asked to go to a game. Uh, Sometimes my friends would want to organize an outing around watching, you know, a playoff game or something. And I, you know, I realized I just I just don't give a fuck about basketball. I can't be bothered. So that was on my things list. But again, you make the list of all of the things that are swirling around in your mental barn regardless of whether you already know you do or do not give a fuck about them. Once you have your list comes the fun part. You get to decide what you don't give a fuck about. Step one of the not sorry method, decide what you don't give a fuck about, discard those things from your mental barn. So ask yourself, 
Does it bring joy or, more pertinently, does it annoy? If it annoys you, it is not worthy of your fuck budget. And again, please don't at me with the stuff that annoys you that you still have to do. I know it. You know it. This is about discarding the non-essential stuff that you really don't have to do and that you realize you never wanted to do in the first place. The things that you don't care about, that you don't give a fuck about, and the things that you no longer have to spend your time, energy, and money on. You don't have to literally give your fuck bucks in the form of your fuck budget to those things. So look at your list, ask yourself, be honest with your answers, and if something annoys you, I want you to cross it off the list. And I actually, I should have told you this earlier in the show, you're going to need a big black marker. Big black markers are so satisfying. I love them. Please do not skip this step. It is so great to be able to just watch yourself make a big, fat, black slash through all of the things on your list that you have decided you don't give a fuck about. Now, step two of the not sorry method for mental decluttering. You are cleaning out your mental barn and you have reached step two, organizing. You have discarded the things you don't give a fuck about. You've at least discarded them in your own mind. And the next step is to not give a fuck about those things, to stop doing them, to stop saying yes to them, to stop worrying about them. And sometimes that is going to involve expressing yourself to other people. You have to communicate your decisions to others in a way that does not make you the asshole. And this is something I talked about in episode one, and it bears repeating here. The way you do this is using honesty and politeness. And that's in conjunction, you know, and it's a sliding scale. Being completely honest is not always the most polite move. And being super, super polite sometimes means you're not being honest and it's a lie that you might get caught in further down the line and then you might hurt somebody's feelings or get yourself in trouble anyway because you weren't honest enough. So, for example, and let's take something uh, that we're all looking at in COVID times a Zoom call, uh, not a work call because you might have to do that, but say you really hate Zoom and you've decided that you don't give a fuck about Zoom cocktail hours, okay? It's just not worth it. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your energy. You spend too much time on Zoom as it is, or you don't because like me, you hate it so much that you never get on it. But your friends uh, have organized a Zoom cocktail hour and you don't want to go. Now, I'm going to call Zoom cocktail hours a thing. I'm going to put them on a things list uh, because the, the people to whom you have to say no are secondary in this situation. This is a concept, a thing that you have decided you don't give a fuck about. And so you really should not have to organize your life around it. And people should absolutely respect this decision because, you know, nobody needs to get upset with you about not being on Zoom. However, the way you express your decision to them is really what counts because if you want to be an asshole about it and you want to make them feel bad about wanting to be part of a Zoom cocktail hour, you know, that's not the way to go. That's not the way to fly. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm not trying to create an army of, you know, rude sociopaths who just go around dashing the hopes and dreams of their friends and family who love drinking gin and tonics in front of their laptop screen. In this case, all you have to do to enact step two of the not sorry method organize your life around the things you do give a fuck about having discarded the things you don't is just say no thanks I can't make it 
or I'm sorry, not this week, or maybe I'll catch you guys next time, which might even be a little bit of a fib, but it's a polite one and it's not going to get you in trouble down the line. What you don't want to do is insult people. There's no need for you to take the things that you don't give a fuck about and make other people feel bad for giving a fuck about those things. And I just want to acknowledge to my friends and family that this is a slight case of do as I say, not as I do with the whole Zoom thing. It took me a minute to figure that out on my end. I actually wrote a whole article about how much I hate Zooming with people, uh, which might have come across as slightly insulting. But what I didn't want to do was take away from the fact that other people want to do it. I just wanted to express the the fact that I don't want to do it. And this is all about setting boundaries. You know, sometimes you have to be really vocal and clear and occasionally blunt about the things you don't give a fuck about so that people will stop asking and so that they won't expect it of you. You know, it's not even as though they're haranguing you to do something you don't want to do. It's just that they might not understand unless you are very clear about it that the answer is no and the answer is always going to be no. And for me, in the case of non-essential video calling, it actually gives me a lot of anxiety. I don't like having to keep track of who's talking and have my eyes flicking around the screen and worrying about whether I'm interrupting someone. You know, the mics are never working. The video is never working. It takes 15 minutes to get started. And particularly in the beginning of the pandemic when video calling was this big new thing, uh, I did not love seeing the strained and anxious and tired and worried looks on the faces of people that I love. Uh, it, It made me feel worse. It did not make me feel better. I do understand that it makes some of them feel better to see my strained, uh, worried, anxious face. But in this case, you know, I got to set the boundary to look out for number one. And, you know, I'll do one-on-one stuff with, uh, you know, with my parents particularly. But the whole Zoom Zoom cocktail hour, not for me. And all I'm telling you guys is that, you know, you are perfectly entitled to set your boundaries and to express them. And it might be better to do it, you know, not by publishing an article on Medium like I did. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, you can say, no, no, thank you. Not going to make it. This isn't for me. Uh, And if you have to, you can be a little bit more forceful just, again, to manage everyone's expectations so that you don't have to say no in perpetuity. You've said it once and everybody, everybody gets it. So again, the not sorry method for mental decluttering. Step one, discard, decide what you don't give a fuck about. Step two, organize your life around what you have left. And to do that, you explain to people with honesty and politeness that you won't be doing or saying or showing up to or participating in whatever the thing is. Uh, And sometimes you just have to justify it to yourself. You know, if you've decided that you don't give a fuck about having a clean house, then don't clean your house. You don't have to feel bad about it uh, the way I felt bad about not being a morning person. Just don't give a fuck and go on your merry way. Take that time and energy right out of your fuck budget and spend it on something else. So that's how you do it, guys. That's how you clean out your mental barn. You divide it into those zones I mentioned. You've got things. The next category is work. The next category is friends, acquaintances, and strangers. And the final category is family. And if you want to go into depth on any of that, you can always check out the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck. But I think I've given you 
the uh, the strategy for working through your things, and you can just apply it across categories. Again, it's very simple. Make a list of all the stuff, all the fucks that are being asked of you, every single one of them, and then go down your list with your big black marker in hand. Ask yourself, does it bring joy or does it annoy? And if it annoys you and you've decided that you no longer give a fuck about, you cross it off. You discard it and then you organize your life around what you have left. Okay, so moving on, and I think I'm getting the hang of this podcasting thing, although I really have to pee, and I'm not sure if I should stop recording to go do that. Um, I'm also not sure if my producer is going to want me to leave that line in, but anyway, uh, I think I'm getting the hang of it, and so I'm going to up the ante here by telling you about a segment I'm going to be doing once a month called You Asked For It, and in order to do this segment, I need your help. So the idea is it's an audio advice column. You're going to send me questions, and I'm going to answer them on the show once a month. I will make it anonymous. I'm not going to blow up your spot. Uh, But basically, people are always asking me advice anyway. They're in my DMs. They're sending me emails through my website. uh, And I decided that a cool thing that I could perhaps do would be to answer these very specific life advice questions on the podcast. So if you email me your question at podcast at nofucksgivenguides.com. You can also just go to the website, nofucksgivenguides.com, and on the podcast page, there's a form that you can enter your question and submit there, or you can email me. And if you do that and subscribe to the show, then you can listen to find out if I answer your question. Uh, The first You Asked For It segment is going to be on February 16th. And like I said, I'm going to do it once a month. And I'm just going to collect all of the questions and answer as many as I can in a single episode of the No Fucks Given podcast. So reminder, it's anonymous. I'm not going to say your name on air. Your mother-in-law is not going to hear it and get mad at you. Um, But I am going to try to really bluntly answer questions in the style to which I have become accustomed as your no fucks given anti-guru. So please email me at podcast at nofucksgivenguides.com and I am going to collect all the questions and I'm going to answer them once a month in an audio advice column called You Asked For It. Alrighty, so before I get to this week's NFG tip, I just want to recap. We have talked about fuck overload, what it is, what it feels like, how you can avoid it. We've talked about making and, most important, sticking to your fuck budget. We've talked about joy versus annoy and what it means for mental decluttering, how to decide what you no longer give a fuck about, and how to discard it from your mental barn. We've also talked about organizing, aka moving forward with the not sorry method in an honest and polite way, communicating your decisions about things you no longer give a fuck about so you can live your life around all of the things that you still do. Here is where I want to mention a couple things you can check out on the website at nofucksgivenguides.com. One of them is my TED Talk, The Magic of Not Giving a Fuck. Uh, Eight million people have seen it, so perhaps you are one of them, and in which case you will know that it is 12 very compact minutes of teaching you the not sorry method and teaching you about fuck budgets and uh, very exciting slides and a super cute yellow blouse. And you can always go on YouTube and search for The Magic of Not Giving a Fuck, Sarah Knight, or you can go to nofucksgivenguides.com and the TED Talk is right on the homepage and you can watch that if you need a refresher anytime between now and next week. 
The other thing you can do is go to the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck book page and check it out. I've got the not sorry method and a cool flow chart and some other things related specifically to the process and concept behind not giving a fuck. So you can tool around on the book page and see if there's anything there that strikes your fancy. And we are churning and burning, getting our way to this week's NFG tip. I'm going to do at least one of these, if not more, every week. And I hope that it serves as a really practical, easy takeaway for you to implement in your daily life. Last week's tip was whatever works, bitches. And you can listen to episode one to hear me explain that one. This week's NFG tip is visualize it. So while you're sitting there making your list and cleaning out your mental barn, and you're asking yourself if something brings you joy or if it annoys, I want you to take it a step further and visualize what happens if you keep that thing on your list. Visualize what happens if you continue to do or say yes to or accept something in your life that you don't really give a fuck about or you think you don't really give a fuck about and you're having a hard time deciding. Visualize the consequences of your actions if you continue to spend your time, energy, and money on that thing. A really easy example is an invitation. Maybe it's to a wedding. Maybe you can use this after the the plague is over and people are actually going to weddings. Maybe it's a wedding for someone you don't know very well, someone you don't actually like that much. Maybe it's a distant family member that you just don't have a lot of interaction with and they live a $1,500 plane ticket away and you don't have the, the time, energy, and money to take off of work and do that travel and show up in an event that doesn't really bring you a lot of joy. The no fucks given tip of the week is visualize it. Visualize how you're going to feel the week leading up to that wedding, we'll say. Visualize how you're going to feel when you're setting your alarm the night before to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, to go to the airport, to fly halfway across the country or the world for an event that you don't want to be at. Visualize how you're going to feel when you get back home, when you get back to work, when you have to catch up on all the stuff that you would have preferred to be doing, that you needed to be doing, instead of having said yes to that thing that you didn't really give a fuck about. And trust me, the 10 seconds out of your fuck budget to visualize the consequences of your actions and help you make that decision are so worth it. Okay, we are getting there. I want to tell you what's coming up next week in the No Fucks Given podcast. We are going to go beyond honesty and politeness, and I'm going to give you specific, hardcore, practical tips on how to say no without being an asshole. I wrote an entire book about this called Fuck No, came out last year, and it has like 300 pages of exact, specific tips for saying no to people you love to people you don't like, um, and saying no to yourself. So next week, I'm going to dive into all of that. I'm also going to explain how you can stop giving a fuck about what other people think, which is key to the entire enterprise of giving fewer better fucks and living your best life. And I'm going to open up the podcast with a segment I call Don't Get Me Started, which is a way for me to start out with a rant and get us both good and worked up for the rest of the episode. So in case you can't tell, I am starting to get really pumped about this podcast. I'm 
inventing segments all over the place. And don't forget that you can send me your questions for the You Asked For It segment, which will be once a month. It's an audio advice column. You can send those questions to podcast at nofucksgivenguides.com. And tune in next week for the debut of my segment, Don't Get Me Started. And I think that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is really fun for me. I hope it's fun for you. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so that you can get all new episodes as soon as they land. And if you can, please rate and review it. Depending on what service you use, it's really easy to rate and review. Um, I appreciate all your support, and I hope that we can move up the charts together. Also, don't forget to visit nofucksgivenguides.com if you need any more information, if you're looking for the show notes, info about the books, my No Fucks Given newsletter, or any of the stuff I've recommended you watch or download in today's episode. Until next week, I'm Sarah Knight. No fucks given, not sorry. <laughs>